0: you like sports yeah do you like beer yeah well the perfect podcast exists for you tune in every monday as i jordan stacks on stacks on stacks lats
1: and me big ball and ben larson as we recap the weekend sports preview upcoming games and review quality craft brews on the taproom sports podcast
0: Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcast fixed, Visit taproomsportspodcast.com for more info. Yo, 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 what's up everybody and welcome to TSP wagers. I am your host Jordan stacks on stacks on stacks Lats. That is my partner in crime, Mr. Big Ball and Ben what Larson. Is up? Tonight we are being brought to you by Tavour. Go to Tavour.com or download the Tavour app straight to your mobile device. and Use promo code taproom for $10 off your first purchase of $25 or more. Also, Go to Taproom Sports Podcast on Instagram or Taproom underscore sports on Twitter. We have a contest going on. All you have to do is follow either page or both to be entered twice and tag three friends and you have your chance to win an autographed mini helmet, a $50 to power gift card and some merchandise. So make sure to do that. How you doing tonight, Ben?
1: You know how I'm doing because what day is it today? <laughs> It's motherfucking I mean, Friday.
0: It, you've basically been <laughs> on a fucking Friday for a while.
1: Oh no, man! These last days have been tough. It's been uh, been it's been rough getting uh, caught back back up uh, on the the work schedule from you know even just three four days out three days out. But uh, but you know, I'm big balling, Ben Larson. I'm already caught back up, so there you I do go. what I gotta do, and here here we are. We're at the weekends and loving life giants are going into the bottom of the 11th so you know is what it is dodgers lost today i'm happy
0: yeah i mean that giants game was crazy they were up four to two in the ninth braves came back scored three runs and then the giants Giants hit a solo home run tied it up that's what they do best um yeah man we got we got some games on the slate we are really i say this like every week like this is like the final stretch, but I mean, we are really coming down to the wire in major league baseball, you know, there's only how many games left 14 games yep. for some of these teams, 13 for others. I mean, so we're really, really down to the wire here. Um, and we got an important matchup this weekend between the St. Louis Cardinals and the San Diego Padres San Diego. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. The St. Louis Cardinals made a huge statement tonight. I think the game was 10 to two was the final score. Um, Now they're one game up on the Padres, so we're going to talk about that game. But first, we're going to talk Phillies, Mets, and then we're also going to talk some college football. So you definitely want to stay tuned. We got a big college football matchup, SEC matchup on deck that I wanted to talk about today. I don't really love the line, though. I'll throw that out there right now. But we're going to discuss it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to handicap it. We're going to break it down. So what are you drinking tonight, though? Are you drinking?
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm drinking. Uh, again, first one back <laughs> since Vegas, so uh, we did have a couple nights there that were, uh, were a little rough. But hey, is that's what you got to do in Vegas. <laughs> uh, so Vegas. I'm drinking, uh, Resident Culture beer. This is a double IPA called Bad Attitude. Um, it's an 8.5 percent. So I mean, let's go strong. But uh, it's a hazy double IPA with Nelson and Mosaic hops. Got to give a shout out to Marissa Pickett. The illustration uh, on the can is done by her. It's a, it's interesting illustration. But uh, I'm always gonna always gonna shout out a uh, nice artist there. So, yeah, out of out of North Carolina, we don't really uh, get too many beers from North Carolina, at least resident
0: culture. So that's a ninety second beer review territory, right there. Absolutely. Yep. Is it Charlotte?
1: it is Charlotte. It might have been at uh Resident Culture. Was that at Pints of Love?
0: I think they were, dude. That does yeah. sound familiar. Yep. Does sound familiar. I mean, I should remember since I edited all the fucking videos, but
1: <laughs> you've got a good I beer, don't. and I'm jealous about your beer.
0: Yeah, so I'm drinking the fat cat, the sour um kettle IPA that we that you actually had on tap room on Sunday. Yep. Uh, you know, we went to Tanaya the day after to watch the Raiders game, and you know, we, we got a couple more, so they're sitting in the fridge. I decided, man, that one was good because I tried some of yours and I was like, dude, I want to sip on that because it's like really refreshing. Yeah, it's uh it's a good tasting beer. So I'm sipping on that one tonight. But let's hop into these games, let's handicap them and let's win some fucking money. So, first game we're gonna talk about, we're talking Phillies at New York Mets. Ben, have you had a chance to watch any of the uh, Once Upon a Time in Queens 30 for 30 this week? I have not. It's
1: pretty I good. I have not. That's what I, I, I have heard. Everybody's talking about it.
0: I watched it on my laptop while falling asleep the last two nights.
1: Nice. Okay. At the mother in laws.
0: Yep. Definitely watch it. It's good, good stuff, dude. Um. Anyways, I had to bring it up because the Mets are playing. But. These Mets are not as good as those Mets. <laughs> That's true. That's <laughs> they should true. be, though. They do have uh, top payroll, so they should be better than they are. But Phillies are sending Aaron Nola. He's 7-8 and eight with a 4.58 ERA to the hill. Uh, going against Carlos Carrasco, who's 1-2 and two with a 5.59 ERA. Right now, Philadelphia is minus 120 on the money line. New York Mets plus 100 over-unders at 7.5. These are two teams where really their playoff – Chances are are slipping away here. Yeah, um, I'd say Mets are pretty much gone. Yeah, Mets are basically almost out of it. They basically have to win out, and then they have to have a lot of stuff go right for them. Yep. Uh, Phillies though, same back. thing. They're kind of falling behind too. So, I mean, these are two teams that had their chances throughout the year. They couldn't capitalize on them. They only have themselves to blame. Bryce Harper, very well, could be an MVP though. He's been playing really great all season. Um, but what's your thoughts about this game today, tonight, this evening? This,
1: this one's tough because you've got uh, you've got a couple things here. You've got two pitchers who, I mean, their ERAs are astronomical. I mean, Aaron Nola four point five eight, Carrasco is at a five point five nine, um, and you've got the over sitting at seven and a half. Like to me, that just it it really makes me wonder here of why it's so low. Then I look at uh, the last time that these guys have played, and Philly's, um, uh, the total has gone under in four of Philly's last six games on the road. Uh, total has gone under six of Philly's last seven when playing against uh, on the road against the Mets. Um, so the trends are leaning towards, uh, at least with these two teams as being the under. Then you look at the Mets, though, you know, they've gone over in five of their last seven games that they've played. So I'm, I'm surprised that this is sitting at a seven and a half. I think we should hammer that.
2: Uh,
0: I mean, any, I don't like taking the overs for the Mets, dude, just because the Mets don't score very much, very often. Yes, they have gone five out of seven in their last uh, seven, five of their last seven, But one of the games, St. Louis scored eleven. Then St. Louis scored seven. Then St. Louis scored seven again. And then the Yankees put up seven, or put up six on them. Yankees put up eight on them. Then they put up ten on the Yankees. So really, you're relying on the other team to score more. And Philly, I mean, outside of a their Chicago Cubs series, they haven't been scoring a ton of runs either.
1: I mean the Colorado series, they, you know, overhead hit
0: three of the. If yeah, we're but that's because of that, Colorado. But, yeah. It Wasn't because of them. Yeah, but they I only think, put up four, six, you know, if two, we look three at, on Colorado.
1: If we look at Nola though, Nolan his last. Well, we'll just even look at the five last five games: San Diego, Arizona, Washington, Milwaukee, and Colorado. Three, three, six, two, three. If we look at uh, uh, Carrasco. Two one three two three. So I mean again, both of these these guys are are getting hit. And if you look, I know the Mets don't score a lot of runs, but Philly's defense is not good. 19th overall and runs loud. Well, Carrasco's last hits.
0: 28 days, he only has a 3.62 ERA 20 and that's 27 innings pitched over the those 28 days, five starts. So I mean, really, he got knocked around in his first few starts back from the yeah injury Washington list.
1: one inning four earned, L.A. two innings six earned. But that's something you gotta still keep in in kind of toe because he's only got nine starts this year.
0: Then yeah, and, and Aaron Nola is a guy that's been going the opposite way. He he hasn't been that good in in the way all season. He has a five point five six ERA. 87 innings pitched, um, you know, 1.237 WHIP. He's a much better pitcher at home. Aaron Nola is obviously he's on the road here. Let's see how Philly's he does in against September,
1: the Mets. September
0: batting 250, Mets in September. Nola against the Mets this year. He has three starts. Uh, against the Mets this year, Aaron Nola three starts, 2.51 ERA. innings pitched at city field. He has a 2.61 ERA in two games started. So he only, he's only started one game against the Mets at home and he still has pitched very well against them.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, these are two teams that are familiar
0: with each other too. Um, Giants just win. Giants just
1: took it in the eleventh. Yep,
0: walk sacrifice off. solo little shot. No nope. oh, sacrifice, sacrifice fly. fly. Yeah, nice. So I mean, like, I I, I think staying away from the over under is what what I would do here.
2: Seven if anything, I would take.
0: If anything, I would take under first five. Because Krasco's been good and Nola has been good against the That's the Mets.
1: Be three and a half though. Maybe uh-uh. four. That's still low. It'll be at four with with what these. I mean, how these guys have pitched these last couple of games. I'm telling you, that's too low.
0: Yeah, but how? No, what are you talking about? crasco has been good. His last but seven days, allowing has, runs, uh, though. yeah, but in like all right, his last start, he went five innings, gave up two. He earned. only had three hits. Only gave up two earned. In the last fourteen days, that's two starts. He has a two point seven ERA and ten innings pitched, only gave up three earned runs, six total runs, three earned. That's yeah. He's only given up three earned, six total. The second, the
1: seventh, and the twelfth. So that's ten days right there between his last. But he only has three earned runs. No, he's got. Yes, he only has
0: three earned runs. I'm looking at it right now.
1: Okay, September second, he has. Three earned runs. September seventh, one. You're looking at two games. The seventh and the twelfth. Not versus the other
0: the other game versus Miami. Yeah. So his last two starts, only three earned runs. Twelfth and the seventh. That's why I said his last two starts.
1: You said 14 days. And
0: yeah, and his last it says 14 days, two starts. He's one and oh, 10 innings pitch, 10 hits, six runs, three earned five walks oh, today's nine
1: the 17th and that puts it at one day over
0: Last so if you look at 15 days. days
1: so if you look at 15 days instead of 14 then you're looking at at 15 innings pitch six earned runs
0: so let's go even further let's go 28 days five starts 3.62 era and 27.1 innings pitch 22 hits only 11 earned
1: yeah he's letting runs go this this number is low we're at seven and a half
0: 3.62 ERA is not that bad, dude. That's like, that's above an average pitcher. Average starter, so if he starter's five, ERA is four ERA. Okay, so
1: if he goes five, then it's at least going to be two in, two hit, two runs, excuse me. And then yeah, if you look the at, way if you look at, at the way Nola's pitched against the Mets recently,
0: but no, yeah, look but at look look how he's how Nola's, pitched against the Mets.
1: Nola hasn't pitched against the Mets since June
0: 25th. Yeah, but I mean, he pitches good against them. Like the complete opposite. The
1: the other two starts that he has is April seventh and April thirteenth. We're talking a whole season here. If you look at his last five starts. We can even look at his last two starts. If we want to look fourteen days. That's ten innings, six runs.
0: Yeah, like I that's said, I always stay away from the over under here. I think you I don't hammer like the it. over.
1: Hammer it all day, every day.
0: I don't trust the Mets on and over, and I don't trust the Phillies on and over. I don't – I cannot trust either of those teams to score runs. Mets
1: over is just under 50%. Mets – Phillies over is just just above 50%.
2: Both these teams are hitting better in the last, like, week. Last two weeks. I'd go Philly
1: at, at uh minus one twenty and I'd go over Yeah, I would
0: take the Mets plus one hundred. What?
2: What yeah.
1: from, for what reason?
0: Cause Carrasco's been a much better pitcher of late. But you were just saying that Noah
1: is a better pitcher against the Mets.
0: Yeah. Which is why I like the under because I don't think in the first five because I don't think he's going to score a lot of runs. But the Phillies have the worst bullpen in baseball.
1: The Phillies' offense is a hell of a lot better than the Mets,
0: though. The Mets have one of the worst offenses in baseball. So do the Phillies. The Phillies have one of the worst offenses in baseball. The Phillies
1: top ten in runs, sixteenth in hits, eighth in walks, but not and lately 13th in
0: strikeouts. Not lately you take away that Cub Series and that Cub Series basically fucking juice their stats.
1: That's that's whole season here.
0: Right. But I'm saying like I don't know. They they Ooh. always seem to shit the bed.
1: Phillies are four and six in their last ten. Mets are seven and three in their last ten. They're both not good but they're all allowing a shit ton of runs.
0: 7 7 and 3 70%. <laughs> Sorry, 3 mean? and
1: 7. Sorry, 7 3 and 7. Mets are 3 and 7.
0: Yeah, they're going backwards, dude. They're coming off a tough series against the uh, Cardinals.
2: I don't know, man.
0: Carr- Carrasco has been one of their better pitchers lately.
1: Only but he has been starts.
0: walking a lot of guys, yeah. But I'm seeing in his last 28 days, he's been a better pitcher. You take away the his dog shit starts in the beginning when he came back from the injury list. He's been a decent pitcher.
2: Last month, he's been decent. He's been better than Nola.
0: Nola's just good against. Uh, Against the uh, the Mets,
1: Mets. (laughs) but even then, Uh, again, two of those games are in April. You got to throw that out the door.
0: Yeah, so if we're gonna do that, then I don't know, dude. I really don't like the over. I don't trust either of these teams, and that number is too low for a reason, dude.
2: Like, what are we missing here?
1: Well, it's the, it's the trend. The last time that these have... Well, it's not just going to go off one game. No, the last five of the Mets' last five against Philly has gone under.
0: Yeah, so that's, that's worrisome, too.
1: But the last five of the last seven of the Mets games have gone over.
0: The Phillies on the road, too. Their total has gone under in four of their last six games on the road under six in the last seven against the Mets.
1: Yeah, but those aren't sitting at seven Tolls half.
0: Total's gone under five, and I guarantee they weren't nine. <laughs> I don't think the Mets have had an over-under nine all year.
1: Yeah, nine and a half on August 7th when they played each other.
0: And then what else? What's the yeah, other numbers?
1: Eight games. Nine and a half, it hit six. So last game was seven and a half. Tonight, seven and a half, and it hit seven. Uh, then it was eight, and it hit three. Who is pitching there? I was Wheeler against Walker. So, yeah, that makes a little bit more sense. What was today's? Today was Wheeler against Walker as well. You have two much better pitchers, and they still allowed seven runs. Plus, these guys are – are both teams need wins, so they're going to be pushing. Yeah,
0: but well, that means they're also going to be pitching better. And they've, June 27th, they had an over-under of seven that went under. They had an over-under of six-and-a-half that barely went over. It was seven. They had an over-under of seven that went six under. Half, good Lord. They had an over-under of seven that went under. And then they had an over under of six that went under on June twenty-fifth. Yeah, Nola versus Walker. That was uh when Nola. Over under film. of nine that went over, and then over under of seven and a half Walker and Wheeler that went over on in May. Yeah.
3: Um
2: McGill,
0: Swartz, Gibson, Strowman, Wheeler Strowman, Eflin, Grom, Moore, Peterson. I mean, these are dog shit pitchers, too, and it's going under Peterson and Moore. Eflin and Peterson. Yeah, but that's when
1: their bats were – I mean, we've got better bats, you know, this month than they have in previous – Philly is in September, batting two fifty. What's the
0: weather like tomorrow?
1: Eighty-one and humidity is at fifty-seven percent. Nine miles per hour winds.
0: See, that's what that's what I don't like is those that wind blowing out to right field because the Mets' power hitters are all right-handed bats.
2: They're right-handed pull hitters. And then the
0: Phillies, other than they have more uh, left-handed pull-hit bats, Bryce Harper, Didi Gregorius.
2: How do the Phillies hit righties? Damn, they Phillies, hit righties worse than lefties. And starters
1: <laughs> and overall, two thirty-nine compared to two forty-nine.
2: That's crazy. How is that possible? On the road, they hit worse slightly. How do they hit in New York? Let's see.
0: In New York, dude, they're batting 188 <laughs> at City Field, slugging 249, 510 OPS.
1: How many games this year? Uh, seven. Wow. I wonder how many Walker has have, have, has pitched out of that.
2: At least like two or three.
1: Yeah. Well, I think we're at a an impasse here because you've got two bets that you like. I've got two bets that I like. I and mean if it,
0: so the bets I like here is I would probably take uh under first 5 and then I would take New York Mets money line and my only reason being is that I feel like the Mets uh I mean the Phillies bullpen is like one of the worst bullpens in baseball all right and I think this is going to be a close game in the first five. This might be a tie ball game through five innings. Whether it's 1-1, 2-2. 4-4. Nah, I don't see it being that much. I don't see them scoring that much in the first five. Because both these teams are, they need to win, dude. So I think pitching is going to be at a, at a premium here. At least starting pitching.
2: They can't allow runs.
3: okay
0: the Phillies don't hit well in New York the Mets don't hit well in any ballpark usually that's what that's what turns me away from the Mets money line that's why I don't really that's why this bet scares me I probably take Mets plus a half a run first five and then I would take uh, that's probably the only bet I would take to be honest
1: Mets plus one and a half is sitting at minus 165 on some lines.
0: So I take Mets plus a half a run in the first five.
1: Yeah, now I'm gonna go full game over. Um, we've got two pitchers that are not pitching well. Um, and then I'm gonna go Philly's Philly's money line here, they need it more. Sitting at minus 120, you're getting better value. and yeah, they don't. They may not hit. Minus, may not have hit well in in city Field, but it only takes one game. So
0: minus one twenty is is really only telling you the books are only giving Philadelphia to win, like a fifty two percent chance to win this game.
2: It's not like it's a yeah.
1: That's that's great. I think they're gonna win this game. They have a better offense than the Mets. Their defense is not that much worse than uh, the Mets, but the Mets isn't great, and minus one twenty is still great value. So that's why I'm gonna be taking it. So fifty-two percent or 48, 48, whatever. I'm still taking it. I still like those points. It's gonna get me a
0: W. So well, I was I was t- throwing out the fifty-two percent number because I'm saying that it's so close that you might as well take the run line for the Mets because Vegas is telling you that. They're only giving Philadelphia a 52% chance to win. Yeah, but so front they're line's, expecting this. Frontline's going
1: to front line's gonna be minus one and a half. So, are do I buy that they're going to win by two? No, probably, maybe not.
0: I don't have what that saying, much confidence. That's so, what I'm not saying, saying the take best value here is probably the Mets plus a half a run, first
2: five.
1: Could be. Could
2: be a, of
1: that. a tie game, like you said.
2: And then you, you okay.
1: win.
0: Cause it's plus, cause you get plus a half a run.
1: Okay. That's why you have your bets and I have mine. There we go. Like I said, uh, we're at an impasse. We don't, we don't like the same bets in this game. That's okay. We don't have it. to, we don't have to agree on everything.
0: Well, no, I, I'm not. I'm just, I'm explaining the logic behind taking the plus <laughs> a half a point. <laughs> all right you know what i mean like, like tell me it's not it, logical. it could be
1: it could be it could not be if they're down well, a run
0: you could say then, that to any bet though that, oh it could i mean it could that's be a what I, I just told you i don't think bet. that it's gonna
1: be over of running a run and a half for the full game so that means I oh. do i think that they're gonna win by two i yeah i don't know i don't know when those runs are gonna come but i still think that the phillies are gonna win this game
0: okay let me, let me let me double back here.
1: No, we don't. We need to move on to the next game. We've been talking about this for way too long, and we don't have a, a good bet to put out.
0: Well, no, because this I, is you, good for the listeners. You repeating listen. yourself
1: is not going to make me change my bet.
0: It's not to change your bet. This is for the listeners and explain the logic of betting. Well, they, they – So minus 120 it. is telling – is Vegas telling yeah, 40, you that – Yeah, 52%. 52% chance. Yep. To 48% chance, which means that they're expecting a close game. So. Yep. To improve your odds of winning, if you take the plus a half a run in the first five, your chances of winning that bet are now flip-flops. So you have a 55% chance to win compared to a 52% chance. Anyways, we'll move on.
1: Had to get that last word, and it's cool. No,
0: I mean, it's just... It's about taking the better off. Okay, so then we can, if we take that
1: logic, then we can look at their ERA and that's completely off from your logic. 5.59 on the year versus 4.58 on the year.
0: Yeah, but then you look at how they're pitching recently. Aaron Nola against the the Mets for the year, he's pitching 2.06 ERA or whatever it is. And Carlos Carrasco in his last 28 days, last month he's pitching a 3.6 ERA. Then that's over one. So
1: that's that's better for Nola. That's over a run. So why would you take the half run there?
0: Because an ERA, ERA isn't how many runs you give up. An ERA is earned runs over nine innings. Yes. And neither of these guys are pitching nine innings. All
1: right, let's move on to game
0: two. All right, let's talk Padres at Cardinals. Um, so this is an important game. Right now, the Cardinals are a game up on the wild card. Um, they made a statement tonight winning 10 to 2 against the Padres. 8-2. 8-2, just, just beating the fucking shit out of them. The Padres are gonna send you Darvish eight and 10 with a 4.32 ERA to the mound. Cardinals are sending sending Adam Wayne, right, who's 16 and 7 with a 2.88 ERA. He has dipped his uh dipped back into the well of the ageless um and he's turned back time right now san diego plus one o five on the money line saint louis minus one fifteen over under is at eight. what do you think here ben
1: i'm i'm gonna stick with over under again i'm i'm gonna say over on this game um yes Wainwright just had a a good start against the Mets but you know like we talked about it's the Mets Um, you look at his last start against uh Milwaukee well sorry Milwaukee he went six and a third uh, with one earned Ooh, might change this up Dodgers I was looking at that Dodger score where we went eight and a uh, eight and a third inning seven hits four earned but looking at you Darvish his last start was just an absolute disaster against San Francisco he did have a good start against the Angels but then you know, his next three, five against Arizona, four against LA, five against
0: Arizona. He's been dog shit the second he's, half of the season.
1: Horrible. Um, yeah. So, initially looking there, first five, St. Louis. Um, I'd even take a money line. You, Yeah, money line over half a run. Well, whatever's going to get better value there, it's going to be money line. Um. So I, I mean, I'd go away from Darvish there. Wainwright's been has been pretty hot, other than that one, LA game.
0: And his one start against the Padres this year, he only went four run, four innings and gave up. Uh, what was it? Six earned, eight total runs. Uh, Wainwright, that is. So he hasn't been too hot against the Padres. Although that was in the beginning of the year when the Padres were like fucking raking and shit, lights out. See, so I was kind of, uh, I was kind of concerned because I felt like you know, the Padres coming off those two wins in San Francisco, I thought they would have, I thought they would build some momentum because you know, they dragged the Giants in those two games. For, really, I mean, they knocked them around. Tatis hit a couple bombs. They found something, and then they came I mean, to nine seven
1: to four nine to six i mean yeah they had great offensive games but if well, that's you're what they haven't been doing around no. then you then you have to you can look at the other way and they got dragged around in their last what one two three four five of four of their last five and then tonight too so five of their right. last
0: 10, that was my point is eight, that they haven't been able to hit for so long and then they broke out the bats for two games and i felt like that was going to be a stepping stone that they were going to get back to being able to hit again and then tonight they only put up two runs yeah cardinals haven't been able to score all year they've been struggling they they're basically like the mets dude they've been one of the worst offensive teams in baseball all season um yes they're averaging 4.2 runs but that's 24th in baseball yeah 24th And I think in the second half of the season, they're like they're either like 26th or 27th in scoring. I'll get those numbers. But that these are two teams that Padres haven't been able to score other than two games. So it's like which which Padres team are we getting? Are we getting those two game Padres? Are we getting you know the last month and a half Padres? You know what I mean? And I think that's a little worrisome as far as the over is concerned although they haven't been pitching very well. And Darvish isn't pitching very well. Darvish is not pitching at all. Um, bats have
1: been cold for August and September for San Diego, batting yep. 230 uh, with an OPS of...
0: Basically the entire second half of the season.
1: Yeah, 681 September. Well, I mean, their their July was good. Uh, july was at 260 that was their best month that they played and then august dropped down to 230 september here they played 13 games and it's sitting at 234 um they're a point batting average worse post all-star break than they are pre-all-star break 240 to 241 um you look at st louis though st louis they're not scoring runs yeah st louis has gone on the huge upside um You know, they pre all star break, they're batting 230. Post all star break, they're batting 259. September 15 games, 250. uh, Sorry, 258 batting average. August uh, 264. July 254. So they're they're definitely more on the upswing, um, you know, for these last couple months. And August is looking, or sorry, September is looking a hell of a lot better than August, even though the batting average is gone. Runs scored. 72 and uh, out of these 15 games and only a 122 um, out of the 26 games. Yeah. So I think we can definitely lean, especially with Wainwright on the Hill compared to Darvish. I think you can take St. Louis first five easy. And then I think you can probably probably take St. Louis full game. You're at minus 115 to plus 105. So you're at 51% to 49. But I know this is a
0: very close. I mean, Vegas basically telling you is a 50 50 game. But pretty it shouldn't much. be,
1: like, especially with these pitchers. Wainwright's, Wainwright's pitched great this year. Darvish. Yeah, is, but he's has not. But he's,
0: kind of, he's kind of slowed down a little bit. And at the end of the day, like, no, he has not slowed down. Look at those
1: numbers throughout the year. He's got one, two, three, four out of his last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games. He's had zero runs. He had one against Milwaukee, two against Milwaukee, and then four against LA. He's been hot.
0: Oh, sorry. I was looking at Darvish. Uh, Darvish has been trash. Yeah, second half of the season, he has a two point oh two ERA. Uh, last start, zero earned. Last twenty eight days, one point two six ERA, thirty five innings, five earned. Yeah, now he's been he's been good. Honestly, I would probably lean no runs in the first inning too because Wainwright's only given up six earned runs in the first inning in 29 innings pitched and darvish i wouldn't has, i would not bet
1: on that at all cuz of darvish
0: well darvish has only given up 11 earned runs in 27 innings so he's really good. darvish is really he's only has a 190 batting average in against him. 27 inning.
1: innings what do you mean
0: darvish 27 innings 27 games 11
1: in the first inning
0: runs in the first inning
1: okay how many but recently
0: 190 batting average against 607 ops he's really getting touched up in the third inning like second time through the order is when he's getting knocked around dude 752 era um once he hit the second time teams are facing him so that's that's really where the damage is getting done against starvish 26 era or not 26 era um what is that? Uh, 752, 5.4. 4, 5, 4, 5, 7, 5. So the deeper he goes, the worse he gets. He
1: yeah, has last start against San Francisco. Giants got five runs in the first
0: inning. <laughs> so you're talking, he's only given up 11 earned runs and five of them came in one start. When was his
1: last start against the eighth? Hold on. I just want to see if this is a trend that recently he's been giving up a lot of runs in the first inning. No, eight runs in the second inning.
3: Oh, no, no, sorry. That was San Diego getting eight runs in the second inning. Let me check on September 1st. Wainwright too second time
1: third. Okay, so I can I can see that first first five. Or sorry, uh, uh no runs in the
0: first inning. Yeah, no runs in the first inning is solid and then um this is an interesting thing here too is The Padres are good against starting pitchers a second time through the lineup. They have a 718 OPS, third time through the lineup 768. Adam Wainwright is not good second time through the lineup, although he's been better, but throughout the whole season, second time through the lineup is where he gets touched up when he gives up runs.
1: But that number is so small with – a 2.88 ERA over the whole season and a 2.08, I believe you said, 2.02 in the last 30 days.
0: Yeah, but his OPS second time through the lineup, 703, which is above league average.
2: 29 runs in 240 at-bats second time through the lineup,
0: which isn't good.
1: One, two, three,
0: four, five. Six, He's only given up six earned in the first, 10 in the second, 21 in the third inning, five in the fourth, seven, seven, two. So, I mean, all his damage is coming in that third inning. That's a second really time like, through the lineup.
1: 29 starts this year.
0: But I'm just telling you, the Padres are good against starters second time through the lineup.
1: Padres are better against starters the second time through.
0: Well no i mean they're better than league average they have a 718 ops they're
1: better in league average in one category
0: well ops is on base plus slugging those are like the two most important stats of of the offense because <laughs> you've got to get on base and you got to slug to get them in
2: i think i think you're just stretching to be honest
1: I think you're I think you're looking for bets to say no when you've got to be looking at bets of this is to say yes.
0: No, I'm throwing out data points to just say hey th- this is also out there. You know what I mean? Cuz I mean San Diego like I said they haven't been good offensively in the second half of the season. Dude. They haven't. I like no runs in the first inning personally because the Padres in the first inning, they don't really do a lot of damage. They haven't recently. And then uh, Adam Wainwright barely gives up runs in the first inning. He hasn't given up runs in the first inning all year, we Yeah, we've,
1: we've agreed to that bet, bro.
0: That's all I'm saying. And then I'm just saying that second time through the lineup, that's when the Padres are their best offensively. Okay,
1: so you're it's only taking that one data. bet here.
0: Uh, if I had to take another bet, I would probably take um, San Diego money line for the whole game.
2: What?
3: Good yeah. lord!
2: I think they're the better team, to be honest.
1: <laughs> On paper.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that has hey, a lot to do with the, you got to take this.
1: St. Louis first five. I would even take St. Louis full game. Um, Both of these offenses suck. Both of these defenses suck. You've got one pitcher who's a hell of a lot better than the other pitcher, one pitcher who's a hell of a lot better in the last month, in the last half a year. You've got a team team in St. Louis who's been a hell of a lot better in the second half of the year. Their first half numbers are crap, which is what is keeping them down. But then you've got a San Diego team that's crap in the second half of the year.
0: So So why would you take
1: San Diego?
0: Listen, listen, if if Wainwright and the Cardinals are so much better, why is Vegas only giving you a 51% chance to win?
1: Why? Because they're better playing right now.
0: Okay, but why? Why is it only 51%? Because what you're explaining to me, the Cardinals should be like a a minus 165 favorite easily. So why is it only minus 115? Why am I only getting a 51% chance to win?
1: Because San Diego has been bet up a little bit. Um...
0: No, San Diego hasn't been bet up because it would be the opposite. It'd be going down.
1: Well, yeah, it is. It is going down. It started opened at one twenty, and now it's at plus one hundred
2: two. Who? San Diego. They opened at minus one
0: twenty. Yeah. Then now they're plus one hundred two. Yep. I mean, this line only opened like an hour ago. Two hours ago, maybe.
2: Two
1: and six. Last game eight. I mean, San Diego three and seven. San Diego's three and seven in their last ten. St. Louis is is eight and two in their last ten. They're
0: rolling. Maybe you can't just take that into account as baseball, because I mean, if you take that into account, I mean, you could go all the way back to August, like San Diego's like nine and like 40 in their last 49 games dude like they've been bad they're they're struggling so why is this line only that's on there so why is this line only so people don't
1: look into into sports and they just pick the team that that uh that looks good and that's san diego
0: that's the opposite because everyone knows san diego's been struggling it's like That's the talk of the talent. That's what everyone talks about is how bad they're playing. The casual better is going to look at this and say, oh, Adam Wainwright has a two-point something ERA going against you. Darvish was a 4.25, and I'm getting minus 115. Like, easy. That's a blind bet. I'm not even going to – I'm just going to walk to the counter.
1: Yeah, and then you look at the way that they've been playing over the last two months and that leans towards uh, St. Louis, then you look at the way that both of these pitchers have been pitching in the last two months, and that leans towards St. Louis. Like, I don't understand how you can come up with a San Diego plus 105 bet.
0: Uh, well, last time he faced the Padres, he got knocked around, first of all.
1: Last time he faced, faced the Padres was, when did we say that game was? May 15th.
0: doesn't always matter because some teams hit pitchers well the hit no, style in of pitchers well and i i think uh you know san diego trying to pull it up right now i want to see what kind of pitchers i hit well over here so they're good against finesse pitchers too they're batting 262 against finesse pitchers 753 ops that is wainwright wainwright is a finesse pitcher He's not a power pitcher. Against power pitchers, San Diego batting 198, slugging 360, 657 OPS, only 45 home runs. So this is a matchup for the Padres. Who did they face those two starts against the Giants when they scored all those runs? One was a bullpen game. I know that. So it was like a lot of dudes.
2: What days were those? 16th
1: and 15th. 16th was Gausman. Who got roughed up in the f- uh run in the second, run in the third, two in the fifth?
3: The fifteenth.
2: Yep. Give me Padre's money line here. Was the
1: uh was the um relief pitching game.
2: Yeah, that one's no. tough to... No,
1: So we have one bet out of these two games. Okay. So... A...
0: No <clears> runs <throat> in the first inning? Yep. You're taking Cardinals money line. I'm taking Padres I'm also money taking line. I'm taking Cardinals
1: first five.
0: And you're taking Cardinals first five. I'm staying away from first five. Staying away from first five. Probably also take the over here probably over first five too um all right let's hop into this last game we're
2: saying under earlier
1: okay
0: well yeah but but after i'm looking into this (laughs) the more i like the over dude i think this is gonna be a i think this is gonna be a scoring game dude i think both these pitchers are gonna get knocked around might be doing
1: these alone next week huh
2: shoot i can't All talk right, let's to, move myself. to this
1: last game because i don't know college football so um we're going to give you the first uh first dab at this one um uh, we've got alabama heading into uh into what is it ben hall griffin stadium uh to play the florida gators both teams are 2 and 0 oh. uh we've got uh let's see the line is sitting at bama minus 14 and a half with the total over under sitting at 60 Where are you going with this one?
0: So I don't love it at 14 and a half. I would take Alabama 14 and a half. And this is why Alabama's linebacking court, much better, much more improved. There used to be a saying that, you know, the only way to beat Alabama is to have a scrambling quarterback. Emery is Florida's quarterback, scrambling quarterback, but he's thrown four interceptions in their first two games. That is not going to bode well against Alabama and like they played Florida Atlantic University and University of South Florida. South Florida is like a terrible fucking football team. They haven't played very good competition. Alabama is the best team in the country. They have the Heisman favorite and Bryce Jones and this could get ugly. The only reason why I don't like the 14 and a half is because you have that hook on the two touchdowns, which does that's has backdoor written all over it, dude. You know what I mean? And that's the scary part. Although this could very well be a blowout game. It's just playing that number right there. 14 and a half is a little bit. I'm a little bit timid on it. Although I would take Alabama. I'm hoping this gets bet down to 14. If it gets bet down to 14, it opened at 13 and a half. If it gets bet down to fourteen. That's a number I would definitely take it at. The over sixty, I think, is a little generous too. I think I don't think this is going to be as high scoring a game as most people think. Because so I think Alabama is really going to stymie Florida. I don't think Florida is going to be able to move the ball as effectively as they have against the USF's and the Florida Atlantic's of the world. Um, so this is a game that I, I I see Alabama winning by two scores, but I don't see it being like you know a 40 to it's probably going to be like a 35 to 8 17 game or 35 to 20 game 38 to 20 you that over 14 and a half so you should probably take that well so i'm saying i would lean the over but i don't love it i don't love it well, i was it, talking love about love the, again the spread both of those were over 15
1: so you you should take that minus 14 and a half
0: Right, but that you still have that hook, you saw that backdoor chance, dude. You gotta play a number. You can't just say, like, oh, I like Bama. I think they're gonna win by by 21 or 30. If I thought Bama was gonna win by 30, I would take it easily, but I don't necessarily think that they're gonna win by 30. The 14 and a half allows for a backdoor cover. They could easily be up 35 to, to 13, and then Alabama scores a fucking backdoor two-point conversion covers. We've seen it happen. It happens every week. You saw it with the Niners and Detroit Lions game. Yep. That's why you play numbers. That's why you don't just look at games and say, I think this is going to happen. There's a reason why these numbers are put out the way they're put out. These bookmakers, these casinos don't make money. You know, they they make money a, a certain way. 72 percent of the money line 72 percent of the tickets right now is also on alabama which is a worrisome number because that's a lot of money
1: there we go so i'd worry about that maybe you probably shouldn't people out there don't bet on that minus 14 and a half
2: well and if
0: it gets bet down then... is uh, is a little too much but it's it should be close so. if it gets bet down though you this is a this is something you watch the number if it gets bet down to 14 if it gets bet down to 13 and a half that's when you jump on the line. Alabama's a better team. You know, just looking at the resumes of of who they beat. Miami, you know, who knows how good they are. They barely beat Appalachian State, but they 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 walked them, dude. It was No contest. And then they beat Mercer. Mercer's a fucking FCS school, Division II, yada, yada, yada. But Florida hasn't played anybody either. They haven't played anybody on Miami's level. You know what I mean? So we know what we're getting from Alabama. We know what we're getting from that offense. We know what we're getting from that defense, elite defensive play. Probably take the under here, to be honest. Under 60 would probably be my best bet on this game. Yeah, it opened at 56, so people have been hammering
1: it over, over yep. on that. It's been so. bet up. Spread's also been bet up from 13.5, so it's not going to drop down to 14. Nevada's got if, it at 15, so if anything, it's going to be moving again towards, towards that direction.
0: Well, if people put money on Alabama, but if people start putting money on Florida, then that's going to drop the money because you, you have that hook. So people are going to take Florida but because they have that on some books. It's going to continue to go up on others. Well, it all it's depends on where down. money's coming in. You can't you don't know where money's going to come in from. Someone could go drop a hundred thousand on Florida plus fourteen and a half. That's going to drop it down. It all depends on on how money is coming in. Yes, money's probably going to continue to come in on Alabama because everybody's high on Alabama, because we've seen what Alabama's been able to do as I just explained. But that opens room for the backdoor cover. If this number continues to go up, I'd probably take Florida if it got up to 17. You know, but if it's not at 17, I wouldn't even bet it. And if it's at if it's not at
2: 14, I wouldn't play Bama. All right. So what uh, what bets do you like?
0: I like the under 60 here. And I probably take Alabama first half minus seven and a half. Right now, I think that's gonna, that would be a good bet. Nick Saban's team's always come out firing. This one is in Florida. Um, so you know that crowd's going to be rocking, dude. This is a big game for them. This is their, like, Super Bowl for this season. And Florida's not a bad team. They have a lot of talent. Dan Mullen's a great coach, but they also lost a lot of talent. Kyle Pitts, they lost Kyle Trask. Emery is not Kyle Trask. So, probably play Bama first half and under 60.
2: All
0: right. All right. Let's rewind. Let's recap. So, the first game, we do not have a consensus pick. Ben, what is your favorite bet? Take one bet from that game.
1: Favorite bet from that game,
0: over seven and a half. All right, I'm going Mets, first five, plus a half a run. Second game, we have Padres at Cardinals. The one bet we have a consensus on is no runs in the first inning. And then Ben likes uh, Cardinals' money line. He also likes on first five money line. I like the Padres' money line for the full game. I like Padres' money line. Ben likes Cardinals' money line. And then... We got Alabama versus Florida. If this gets bet down to 14, we're taking the 14 points. If it gets bet all the way up to 17, we're taking Florida plus 17. But I like Alabama, play the first half and then also take the under 60 points, under 60. I like those ones. There we go. Nice. All right. All right, all right. Make sure to go to Tavauer. Download it on your phone, the Tavour app. Use promo code Taproom for your first purchase. Uh, for $10 off your first purchase, $25 or more. I'm your host, Jordan Stacks on Stacks on Stacks on Stacks. Stacks. Lats here with my man, Mr. Big Ball, Ben Larson. We will see y'all on Monday morning.
2: My Don't you know I got the bag? And best leave my mama straight. Uh. I sent some bands to Tajiana, And if I brought you out, I'd pay away. pay away. I copped a second set of goldens. These ones way more colder. I'm in the sky like all the time. And now it's snow.